Ladies and gentlemen of Trade Legends, we have an exciting announcement from our sponsor, Vanguard, and they have just launched a brand new product, the Ultibar Trade, a steel roof bar based on the profile of their successful Ultibar Plus aluminium bar. These roof bars are perfect for carrying all the stuff that just won't fit inside your van, like ladders and materials. Plus, they have a T-rack running through so you can attach accessories, and the best part about it is they're so simple and easy to fit to the van's existing fixing points, and they will deliver to you the very next day. And the one good thing about dealing with Vanguard and having them as a show sponsor is we get a nice exclusive offer for everybody with Trade Legends. So if you use the code Trade Legends at checkout, you get 20% off your purchase of the Ultibar Trade. So it doesn't matter whether you're a spark, a plumber, a builder, go check it out. The Ultibar Trade, it's going to be perfect if you need to carry anything on the top of your van. And also get yourself a cheeky little discount with 20% off using code Trade Legends. And so anyway, I was like, got up, opened the bedroom window, and he's just shone a torch up at me. He's gone, cheers for the tools, you prick. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> what stuff? Go home, price it up, bring it back tomorrow. Got home. I was like, right, double it, let's go pro. Double it. So I slide it across the desk. He takes one look at it and he goes, nah, mate, nah. Slides it back to me. I'm like, the whole world just fell out of me. I was like, oh. Went out for the day, come back that night, and he texted me and he said, I've had enough. I've taken the sign writing off the van. I've left all your tools on the job in Kenilworth. I'm doing my own thing from Monday. And that was it. No, I remember, I remember it. when it happened. Uh, most of the problems are organ failure. It'll do your brain in, you, you have dementia and stuff like that. You know, it will just work through you. If you don't deal with the situation before then, then things happen, it will just kill you. My right foot slipped off the top of the tread and my left foot went under oh, me. Oh, um, so you sat back on sat it? Sat back oh. on it. Was it like uh, David Booster, football player, flopping? Oh, yeah, oh, mate. Yeah. Oh. So. Episode 40, season four. We have two new guests tonight, Mark. Do you want to introduce? Yeah, we've got Dave from Dave Bishop's Carpentry. How do you? I'll do. You can't forget that one. No. <laughs> and we got Chris from Leadwork SW. That's right, yeah. Leadwork South, South Wales. Just, yeah. yeah. South Wales. South Wales. South West. South West. South West. I'm moving him. <laughs> Not Devon anymore, mate. Wow. So, uh, yeah, who do you, uh, like me personally, and this is no disrespect to you, Dave, being a carpenter. He's not going to say you first now. I'd, uh, I'd really want to get into some lead work. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I want to hear it as well, to be honest. Yeah. Like I was watching a few of his videos on Instagram the other day, and it's like, it's quite a bit of homework, Dave. No, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be honest, it's quite soothing. Yeah. I, sit there I get that so much. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't soothing when you were a 17-year-old apprentice sat on the roof. <laughs> that's not all these videos, obviously, but, you know. I think you're the first. Is he the first? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Popping cherries everywhere tonight. Yeah. Love that. Bosh. Bosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was quite excited when you said he was coming on because... I'd you put love a, a bit of Yeah, I put you? a poll out last night on Instagram, yeah. basically saying, back in the day, it's obviously not a thing now, but back in the day when I did my apprenticeship 25, 25 years ago. 45 um, years ago. <laughs> it was, plumbing was, um, the plumbing apprenticeship included lead work in it. Yeah. And like we, I spoke to you about it. Mm -hmm. Whereas I don't think it is now, I don't think it's included in the plumbing, and I don't know many plumbers that still do Why was it included? lead work. What, what, you'll that's you'll exactly be able to tell us. Came from. Um, so a lot of the lead work back in the day was lead piping uh, uh, through your house. You know, yeah. you, all, all your system was run off lead piping, so it was predominantly plumbing. Even the even the saw pipes 
like yeah, take yeah, out a lot of the old gutters, four inch, yeah. um, and there's still quite a few left in the country that are lead you know mm. in the historic buildings and things there's still a lot of lead work left you wouldn't within. want to be drinking that would you? You, you you say that see i get this a lot with lead it's very misunderstood he says with three fingers and <laughs> 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 Absolutely fine. I can't hold this fan. It is once once it's in and it's built its natural patina up. Yeah. Um, it's pretty inert, you know. Right. Like it generally. I don't want it building its patina up on me. No, not particularly. It's inert, you know, it's fine. There's good reason not to use it for, yeah. for plumbing and things, but you know, it's not as bad as everyone thinks it is. Right. I'm glad um, we quashed that one. Yeah. yeah, we got that one out the out the blocks. Done. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. So I'm a bit defensive over that. But what? Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we tend to do, you probably potentially watched the show before, yeah, is yeah. we just get you to take us back to sort of how it first started, how you sort of got into lead work. Because so my earliest memory of lead yeah. uh, was at school in a science lesson, and they're talking about lead. And my one of my best friends' dad was a plumber, and they. St- asked if anyone knew what this material was um up pops my mate yep that's lead my dad uses that as a plumber and we start talking about it and i'm instantly like oh, that's interesting engage with it so obviously years go by i end up moving from milton Keynes down to devon and um i'm bouncing around from job to job doing basic sort of in and out rubbish jobs just temp agencies stuff like that and no like, real sort of i want to do this or nothing, nothing at all i flunked school um retook my gcse's passed them mm-hmm. um that was the point of uh, moving from milton Keynes to devon um to get away from all my scallywagness um, <laughs> and you know i didn't have a clue what i wanted to do um so i was just trying to make a bit of dollar uh, you know getting through life yeah and i got a job as an electrician's mate um randomly no training nothing you are Glorified labourer, you know, you run to the van, go to the toolbox, dust that Sounds light. like Casper. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, we were servicing banks, uh, lighting, and there was a bank manager sat there and he's like, you've got the right idea, mate. And I said, What's, what do you mean? He said, get yourself a trade, buddy, you can fall back on it. And I was like, well, I haven't got a trade. He goes, I'm, I'm being laid off in the next two weeks. And to be brutally honest, I'm not sure I'll get this job again. And, you know... If I can get one, it's going to be somewhere up country. You know, I don't know where I'm going to end up. That really stuck with me, like you know. Yeah. So that night I went home, and I'm just cruising for trades. So, you know, I'm like oh, 17 at this point. So you didn't want to follow what you was doing electrician-wise. Well, there was no future in it. Right. It's, okay. The day I got the job, the geezer said to me, he "Goes, this is going to go nowhere. You are just here. <laughs> really sold it yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Literally, <laughs> you are here to move tools around, right. go to the van, and dust lights." You know, we know you're not going to be here forever. Um, it's a very changeable sort of role. Yep. And, you know, I need some money. There was a job there. Off I went. It's a bit honest, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but I, feel, I feel like... I would have fluffed it up a little bit for you. Yeah, but... You'll th- go out and you'll get some really nice tools. Do you, th- you feel like... <laughs> you'll go in a bar and go, ladies, I'm an electrician, and they'll be all over you. <laughs> so, anyway, off I go looking for jobs, and I see a roofing labourer slash trainee job. And I'm like, let's do it. Get the interview signed up, and I go to the interview, and I'm like, "Where is this place?" Like, and I'm in the middle of nowhere, Devon, in the fields, yeah. farmer across the road. Oi, mate, do you know where this roofing place is? He went, "Yeah, that house there, mate." I was like, "Oh, I nearly, I nearly just walked off, like, you know, because yeah. you know, I only went, got me interview, got me job, in I went. I was a like most teenagers, I was a bit of a you know scally couldn't be asked 
but I wanted the money. Yeah. Um, and I went to work for the first day and we were doing social housing and um, i never forget it. And I turned up, I'm like, right, let's do it. And he put me with an ex-Marine who's a few years older than me, like four or five years older than me. And I'm, oh my God, within three hours, I was like, I'm done, I'm out. This guy's like, you ain't gonna last a second. No, and that was just it. hammered you. If it wasn't for that statement, I would have walked away that day and never done another day's work with Roofing. But because he made that statement to you. I was you. like, <coughs> right. Yeah. And um, he's like, go get that pack of batten, 4.8 meters long, wet, soaking wet, and get it up this scaffold now. And I'm like, what, up the ladder? And he's like, yeah, so I'm dragging this thing down the road and he's piercing himself laughing at me. Little four foot nothing, like, oh. He's like, look, watch. Puts up the thing, gets up the ladder with this 4.8 meter thing, just spins to the side, rotates around the scaffold and just dunks it down. And I'm like, I'm not sure I could do that. Yeah. And he, he's like, right, and on your way down, take this rubble bag down. Down a ladder with a rubble bag weighs more than me. I'm like, <laughs> and he's pissing himself at me. I'm like, I'm not having this. I'm not having it. I'm going to prove him wrong. Um, and so that was the 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 initial sort of move into roofing, and that's what kept me there. He trained me amongst some other guys, and within sort of a week or two, I noticed a bit of lead work going on. You know, what's that? What's that? Why? What are you doing with that? Oh, it's a bit of lead. You know, the lead workers make this up. We drop it in, huh? So the roofer guy was dropping the lead work that was pre-made Yeah, in. so most yeah. lead workers would just drop it yeah. to the site for the roofer and yeah. he'll drop it in place uh, and then fit the chimney out um, in, you know, most roofing scenarios. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Um, a couple of weeks went by, lead worker turns up on site and he's going to make it on site, give it to us to fit. Yeah. I'm all over him. I'm like, what's that, mate? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, and he's, he's welding away and I am instantly drawn like a moth to a light. Yeah, because it's um, that intricate... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's that intricate. It, there's always, it's like an art form. You've got to mark it up, bend it, cut it. It is mesmerizing. Yeah. Wherever you are when you're doing lead work, someone wants to watch. It doesn't matter where you are, if it's the customer, other trades, they want to watch. It doesn't, you know, what's going on there? So I'm like, I want a bit of that. You know, and the geezer come on site like he was royalty. Mm. Everyone make way for the lead yeah, worker. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, who's that? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's the lead worker. I said, where's he going? He went, oh, he'll be off to the next job now and he's going to go do a bit of this, bit of that. I said, oh, that's a bit mean, that. I like that. So I said, I started looking into, you know, how to do it. And every time something came up on site that was lead orientated in any way, you, you know, making a soaker, which is basically just a folded piece of lead in half. I'll do that. I'll do that. So I've got my hands on some lead now and I'm messing around with it. And I'm just playing with it, you know, like, what, what happens if I do this? Does it split? Does it crease? And um, before you know it, I'm doing quite a bit of the basic lead work. With, you know? with no training to it? Zero training, you know. Um, the kind of lead work I'm doing is kind of just fitting, Yeah. you know. So yeah. it's like, is it lead work, isn't it? But I'm doing the lead work that we've got available. I'm not welding anything, nothing like that. Um, it was about that point, I probably... Three, four years into my apprenticeship, um, I wouldn't really call it apprenticeship, it was, it was time served, should we say. Um, and I'm really interested in lead at this point. I'm like, I really want to get into lead. So I say to my boss, I'm like, look mate, can we go through a lead welding course? I bought myself a little set of bottles that yeah. are this big and I can't fucking weld. I'm like, mate, it's just like putting a flame on lead, it's melting, it's going black, I'm like, what is going on? I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm trying. 
And he's like, yeah, 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 we'll put you through a course. We'll put you through a course. And I'm like, okay, year goes by. Oh, this ain't happening, is it? So I basically put myself through the course. It was only a week course. Went into the college. Tutor comes in. He's like, right, mate, here's your bottles. This is how you set them up. This is how you world led. Off you go. It's like, thanks. Right. Whole week, he just left me in that room on my own, welding lead, and just popped his head around the corner every now and again from his classroom that he was teaching. So, all right, mate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was it. So, so that that was basically. Was you the only person on that course? Yeah, nobody else. Like, and and this uh, was still part of plumbing at the time. Right. So it was like an offset from the plumbing. So course. they had the plumbing, the lads in doing the plumbing course, and they would have done the lead as well. Exactly. Whereas you, they, you've just signed up to do that. Yeah, and it when was, was really it? How long ago was point, this? You couldn't do this. Oh God, uh, I must have been. This is where the embarrassment yeah, comes Yeah, it, it comes to the <laughs> age. I don't want to guess when it was. <laughs> I must have been about 20, 21, and I'm 44 now, so a good 20 years plus. Same like, sort of time as me then. Yeah, yeah. and I, I've walked away from that college, and I'm like, right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. So I'm already pissed off from my boss. I'm like, I'm done. He's mugging me off. He's not paying me enough. He's not appreciating it. I'm putting any roof that comes my way on, and he's paying me trainee wages. Yeah. You're, at this point, you're a skilled tradesman now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, I'm you, fully fledged yeah. roofer. Like I, I can put any roof on, yeah. and I'm doing a good job as well. It's not, and I'm doing it on time, on budget. All right, I am young, but like I'm doing what everyone else is doing. So I go up to him, and I'm like, mate, I know I went, I went and got a couple of interviews first, and I, I lined the job up. Um, this is when I first went self-employed because it was the only option to join this company was to be self-employed, and we. Me and the missus were a bit like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And um, I went to the boss and I went, right, I'm leaving. I'm giving you my notice, week's notice or something. Um, and he was like, what? What? You could see his face. He said, why? I was like, look, I've been, you know, asking for a year now about this course. I said, you're not paying me enough. I'm going. This is just a courtesy thing to say. Thanks for all your help. And I'm off. Oh, you'll never work in this area again. I was uh, like, oh. started giving it all that. I was like, huh. Well, I don't have to give you notice. You know, like, no, nah, you just go. I was like, all right, sound. So I go off to the next company and um, I am full of beans at this point. I'm like, I mustered me. Yeah. I walk in the door and this boss, man, oh, <laughs> he was a tyrant. But just like the first guy I met uh, that trained me, um, sorted me out and, and made me stay in roofing. It's kind of what I needed. I needed bringing down a peg or two. And um, he he was just one of those guys that you met on site back in the day that would throw something at you if you did something wrong. And nothing was good enough. You were never quick enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it was relentless and it was stressful. But it brought me up to a level that I didn't even know I could be. Why? Because he was... He was just knocking you. It was and, like and a sergeant major. Yeah, yeah. Like, but that's what they do, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah. hammer you that faster, far faster, harder, yeah. harder. Stop getting it wrong. You know. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like my missus. <laughs> 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 no, no, just going like that. It sounds like hell. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm now doing basic lead works. I'm doing valleys, chimneys, making it all, fitting it all, quirky. All this bits. after just your week's course. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I've got a rough idea yeah. what I'm doing before that. You know, and I, I've learned to dress lead badly. Like, I could get lead, manipulate round things, but it wasn't great. Um, so I had a rough idea. If I just cut it there and then turn it, I'll just put something in that gap and weld it. You know, that was me. Yeah. Simple as that. And chimney. Just for anyone that's listening, it's not that fucking simple. It's definitely <laughs> not that simple, for sure. Um, 
few years with that guy and I'm like over it. Okay, I want to. I kind of want to do it for myself, but I don't. And I go to the biggest roofing company we've got in Devon at the time, and I'm like, I want to be a subcontractor to you guys. It's all new build work this uh, at this point. So I'm dealing with like before this, I'm dealing with farmhouses, heritage buildings, churches, um, but a lot of roofing and a little bit of low work. So I turn up to this company and they've got hundreds of roofers and like ten to twenty lead workers, and I walk in. Bold as brass, gets a job, mate. Yeah, when can you start? Doubles my wages there and then. All lead work, no roofing. I'm like, all right, sound. And just by chance, the guy that is the contracts manager looking after lead work is one of, in my opinion, the best lead workers I've ever seen. And he takes me under his wing and shows me what lead work really is. You know, it's not just a chimney. It's not just a soaker or a valley. This is what can be done with it. And um, any questions I've got, he's answering them. He's helping me. You know, a few years with this guy. He's fully on board with you. He's oh, just massively. Like, I, I have to say a big thanks to you out there, Paul, if, if you ever see this. Um, he was like an idol to me. Like, I couldn't believe what the stuff was coming out of this guy. Like, and he wasn't even on the tools at this point. He was just in the office. But he popped to site and said, hello. Oh, mate, this is what you do. He say, get over it. Because I couldn't vertical weld. I couldn't do a dormer. Couldn't do a box gutter, couldn't do a flat roof, couldn't do any of those things. So we go through it, and I get it all down. I get it down to a good, useful level where I can make some money and pretty much do any job. And I'm like, right, I'm really ready to go on my own now. I, it, I, I think I can make some money out of this. So off I go. I start making some calls, and I'm like, before I go, I'd actually like to be qualified. Like, It's a full apprenticeship course to become a lead worker it has its own course so back when i did it it was sitting guilds yeah um i don't know what it is now it's probably mvq or something um so i went in and i did the course which was supposed to be i believe over four years you do your week release day release type type apprenticeship like all apprenticeships um because i was at that level where i could do most of it already i was able to come in and just bash out in a couple of weeks basically and just just Plonk the modules in front of me and I will just work through them as if I'm on price. Let's just get through it. And could you do the modules on the job and put them towards the college, the, the no, course? No, it was all on site. Right. Yeah, it was all on site. Uh, we, at the time, we had a construction course in East London. Um, so I was traveling, uh, staying away for a week. And then I think I did it in two, three weeks, something right. like that. Which um, on my last week, we, I'd finished three days in. He's like, you've still got to come for the last couple of days. And I just spent the... Spent the two days helping him teach the lads, like, you know, because apart from two or three things that I got taught on that course, I was already fully operational on them. Yeah, so I found myself at the new build. I've took the course, I've passed it, flying colours, and I'm like, right, I'm ready to go. So I start hitting up other sort of subcontracting options and um, just putting feelers out. Within a second, I was probably six months booked up. And one of the jobs I went on was just a basic chimney fit-out type thing, get me some aprons and soakers and bits. And as I turned up onto site, the main man that ran the site, the main contractor, so I was working for the roofing contractor, the main contractor said, can you do box cutters? I said, yes, mate, why? He went, can you do these ones? And he was like, oh, God. It was massive. And like, I was thinking, shit, that's a bit much. Like, I go, could yeah. physically do them, but like, I'd, only, I'd only just set a building merchant's account up. God's sake, like, I had about two grand credit. And I'm like, 
yeah, 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 I could do it, mate. And he's like, I said, but I don't want to stand on the roofing company's toes. Like, I'm here for them. Because I was loyal in that sense, you know. And he went, no, 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 they're not doing it. It's another company doing it, but they're playing silly beggars. And we want it done. I was like, yeah, yeah, sound. He goes, go home, price it up, bring it back tomorrow. <laughs> so excited. Got home. I was like, right, that's what I'll do it for. This big contractor, like, I'm like, double it. Double it. Let's go pro. Double it. Come in, slide it go across. Go big the or go home. Exactly. So I slide it across the desk. He takes one look at it and he goes, nah, mate. Nah. Slides it back to me. I'm like, the whole world just fell out of me. I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah. Opens a drawer, slides me an envelope. <laughs> he goes, take that home. He goes, beat that by a fiver and come back tomorrow. Right, okay. So I go off and take my little thing. Like four times the amount I was actually charging, yeah. the original company wanted, and I was like, oh, I was beat it by a fiver, sent it back to him. He was like, when can you start? I was like, now, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got on the phone to the supplier. I was like, mate, I need credit. I need credit now. And he's like, how much? And anyway, we go through the credit, we get it. Uh, and that was the real kickstart to my business uh, side of things. I'm like 23 years old now, and I'm just yeah. running around. You just you're learning as you go. You you literally yeah, just winging it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the phones ringing left, right, and centre. And my, all my boys, I got a couple of boys working for me at this point. And they're like, "Mate, you're like a proper businessman." I'm like, "No, right." <laughs> well, the, old the old Motorola, the yeah. Nokia's ringing off the up. Uh, yeah. so don't like, speak now. Speak at weekends. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> And at that point there, I didn't, I didn't really even see any of this. I was just playing a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's coming in, I'm, I'm on it. And um, we go through, I don't know, five years. I land a social contract, social housing. Um, we do some solid work. We're doing re-roofs, we're doing chimneys. It's good bread and butter work. It's lasted me a couple of years. I've got seven to ten lads working for me. Right, so you went quite big then. Yeah, and so at that point there, I'm like, I am struggling for time. I've heard you boys talk about this on the podcast several times. You know what it's like. It, it, it gets crazy. You come off the tools, problems start happening. The the you, It was hard. Foot off the gas sort of thing, innit? Yeah, so I was at the point where I was making a lot of money and doing quite well for myself, and the jobs were just about staying good. I had full control at that point. And um, I, uh, I go off, and I'm like, Right, I need more. I want more. So I start putting feelers out to companies. And I want to do some heritage work. I want to do the, the old buildings. I want some meaty lead work. Like, So we go off to some stonemason companies, which are renowned for doing all the church works and stuff like that. And uh, we find ourselves a good contact who's got a lot of work around the industry. And we've we managed to get in with them. And we start doing some really big lead jobs, like big, like on there for months lead jobs, like really cool work. Um, but at this point, I'm off the tools. I'm in a little shirt and tie, running around my Mitsubishi Warrior, brand spanking new leased Warrior. Living truck, the dream. <laughs> in theory. Um, the money's rolling in. Cash flow, not so much. You know what it's like. Cash yeah. flow's never in the right place. Um, and I'm just making it up as I go along. I'm like, what do you mean I need that? Oh, okay, better get that. <laughs> um, but I'm doing a good job still. I'm holding it together. And then as we sort of managed to find like a nice plateau where everything was ticking over. At this point, I'm probably seven to 10 lads in and seven to 10 subbies coming and going. Like we're doing carpentry, we're doing line work, we're doing roofing, we're doing lead work, uh, rendering, so stonewalling. Yeah, yeah, because it all, like... They go hand in hand, don't yeah, they? Yeah, that's a problem. Right, I know someone will do that, you know, because you build your contacts up, in they come, bish, bash, bosh, done. Um, and I managed to build a good little team. They were great. Um, but as I pull back, spend time pricing, invoicing, chasing my tail, 
mistakes start happening, lads start taking the piss. And the next thing you know, I've got a big problem. You know, one of the heritage buildings has got a problem. I'm like, I don't know how I got here. Like, I was having so much fun doing a really good job. And now the name's on the line, everything's sort of like, so I end up selling half my business to the stonemasonry guys, buys in. And we go, let's just dedicate ourselves to this and settle down because it's all too much. Like, you know, I, I'm making carried away. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just too much. Um, let's concentrate on the real bread and butter work that makes the money. And um, we go for a few years, recession hits, first credit crunch, work dries up, people start paying. I'm looking at him and I'm like, should we shut it? He's like, yeah, I was thinking the same, mate. I was like, let's just shut it. No debt, no problems, right. nothing. So everybody's filtered off. We've, Dissolve the company and we're just, do I go back to work on the tools or do I not? So what I end up doing is I'm racing a lot of motocross, I'm doing enduro, stuff like that. Got a little bit of money. I'm like, I'm going to buy and sell a few motocross bikes here and there and pay for my racing at the weekends, practice in the week. So I go off and I do a couple of years racing, full-fledged time. Do really well for myself in racing. Um, but now it's time time to pay the bills properly because Pop's empty now. yeah as, as much fun as that was probably one of the best times of my life out of you know three occasions like that, that i've been through um there was no stress there was no business no no get up when i you know all it was was race the whole family well just like that bank manager told me i've got a trade and i can fall back on it yeah so i'm going back into lead work so i make a call to an old contact i'm like mate i'm thinking about coming back in the trade job's yours mate right now it's like sal mate so I'm back in the new build. He walks in like, like that, that emoji, <laughs> that meme of Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, guess yeah. who's back? But it doesn't take much, does it? Like, if you can do a good job and you work hard, you're going to have work for life. Yeah. That's it. End of. Yeah. Try and be honest as well. That helps. Um, so I, I'm like, this is exactly when I start my Instagram. So I go on Instagram and I'm looking at lead workers. So, and so how long is this? This four or five years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, I find a guy called Lead Worker Buff, I think his name's Lewis, and his lead work is immaculate. And I'm like, wow, that is amazing. He's got 5,000 followers, man. And like, I didn't know you could do that with lead work, so I, I set a page up just to try and generate some work if I decide so to you're go still going, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I think last, last time I sort of was in depth with his comments and stuff like that. He was having a bit of time out for lead poisoning, which we'll get into in a minute. Scrap <laughs> what we said earlier. Lead's got a bad rap. Yeah. So now he's got lead poisoning. It's a complicated story, but we'll get into his that. His patina wasn't <laughs> shiny enough, mate. That's the problem. When you work with lead, there is no patina yet. Oh. Um, so, but I'm, I'm like all in. I'm like, I want a page. So I set a page up. I go off, I do new bills. And lead is dead. <laughs> lead is dead. I'm just sight bashing my way through life uh, for a year or so. I'm having a great time on site again. Fell back in love with now, it. Yeah, now you've got <coughs> the the social media presence. Has it then gone right? You sort of upped your game again. Yeah, that, defin out. that definitely, definitely was a catalyst to how well I do the job because it's so easy to fall into the trap of just doing enough for it to be functional. Mm. Um, and as I started, it was just pictures. I was just putting pictures of my work up on Insta, getting loads of love from the roofing and leadwork industry. Oh, mate, that's immaculate. That's lovely. Um, my kids, uh, one Christmas, might have been around COVID, like, you should do a TikTok. Why? 
I was like, I don't do videos. Yeah, yeah, Sounds standard. Sounds like me talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> standard. Can't do that. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, oh, do you know what? Why not? So I, I do a video of, um, a montage video of my work. And it gets like a thousand views. Like to me, that's big views. And kids are like, well done, dad, great. I'm like, I'm feeling all proud of myself. You're TikToking out. Exactly. Um, and at this point, I'm sort of coming up on a thousand followers on Insta. And I am over the moon with myself. Like absolutely like, yeah. I decided to go get myself a job off the new builds, back onto a bit more of the meaty-led work and the, the stuff that I really enjoy. But I've always kept my business side as small as possible since getting back on the tools because I really don't want to get back down the road of business at the moment. I've done it since I was basically 23. I'm just taking a bit of time out, having some fun on social media and doing some lead work. Before I know it, I'm matching my hero on Instagram you know, follower for follower, I'm 5,000, right? And I'm and like, again, it's that feel good believe thing, it. isn't it? Could not believe that I would be able to get up to those guys' level, you know? I was just blown away. Uh, so grateful to everyone. So I started YouTube. Man, that was a grind. Um, one, one thing I want to interject with there is, obviously, you won Roof of the Year, didn't you? I did, in yes. In 2022. Yes, so yeah. So where, where, where are you now with... Pretty much so bang on in this story. Right. All right, so... I've managed to get myself uh, a call from the, the legend at On The Tools, John Reese, absolute superstar and um, my hero. Um, he brings me up and he's like, all right, mate, how you going, pal? And I'm like, all right, what do you want? Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm getting hounded for stuff all the time. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. do you want to buy this? Do you want to sell that? Do you want to try this? And I'm like, what? And he's like laughing. I go, he goes, have you got two minutes? And I went, are you trying to sell me something? He went, no, mate, no, I'm not. And I went, okay, I'm all ears. Right. He goes, I'm John from On The Tools. And he gives me the spiel. And he's like, look, we're looking for content creators on our platform. Um, by this point, I'm getting shared on Lab Bible, things like that, you know, and I'm getting some good traction off some of those companies. And he's like, but the only deal is you've got to be exclusive content creator for us. He goes, that's it. He goes, but we will pay you. A, a proportion of that. He goes, you won't be much, but, you know, it's a little something to, as a thank you to you guys for doing the creation for us. We'll edit the videos, you just send them in. Uh, he had me right there. I was like, yeah, man, I'm you all in. You had me at high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm all in, bruv. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And he was like, all right, sound. Um, absolutely. Probably one of the best decisions I made as a content creator. Not so much from whether it's brought me publicity or things like that, but the amount of advice and sort of mentorship you get from the guys that are on the tools is phenomenal. Right. You have a question, you get an answer, right. which you don't get off social media, do you? Mm. you who are you going to talk to? No one. No one's listening. YouTube, not so much, though. YouTube, pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're cruising. We're putting videos out on, on the tools. I'm now TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, completely bombing. But we're climbing. And I'm getting a bit of grief off one of the other lead workers calling me the TikTok lead worker and that. And he's big on Facebook. And I'm like, right, mate. You on what? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to set a Facebook up. Book like, face. Yeah. You're on the book face. Yeah. <laughs> so I set it Facebook. up. Boom, it just blows up. It like overnight, 100,000. Like we're, we're now like TikTok and Facebook are just going like this. And I'm like, so all I put out is lead work, but what, what I do do that differentiates, I think differentiates me from other people is 
different camera work, different styles of video, like ASMR, like the old tappy tap tap. Oh, I love yeah. the tappy tap tap. Um, I do I'm all over it. interesting <laughs> camera <laughs> angles, <laughs> and I've got quite good at editing the video so that they're like they sharp. Yeah, so like the, I know when something looks boring. I just love watching it. Like, so I just try and keep it like interesting. Lead work, mate. Do you know what though? Get lead poison. Yeah, film it for Facebook. See, I get, I get that a lot in the comments. Like, enjoy your lead poisoning, mate. And I'm oh. like, whoa, hang on. Mate. <laughs> That's me. Hang that is, on, you know, mate. I get it. I get it. At the minute, some, there's, there's a guy on my YouTube. He's just coming at me every time I do a video where I'm soldering up. Obviously, we've got the little reel of the lead solder. Yeah, yeah. And I've done it from day one. So you sold it up there. I put it in my mouth, hold it in my mouth, uh, pull it, and that's it. Carry on. Yeah. This guy's coming at me. You're oh, going to yeah. die of lead poisoning. Yeah. And I went, mate, it's lead-free solder. Yeah. Just yeah, get yeah. over it, like. Crack on, mate. But see, see, a lot of people will ask me the question in the comments, like, is that dangerous? Is what you're doing dangerous? I, you know, like, I really want to know. You want to um, go, yeah. It is. <laughs> it genuinely is a <laughs> dangerous <laughs> job, you know? It is lead mm. at the end of the day. Like, so the gas it's is from welding. Me it's safe. No, it's oh, safe in pipe so work. Once it's fitted. He's luring you in and yeah. he's like, that, don't you fucking start. <laughs> um, so yeah, the lead gases are your big problem when welding. Mm. That's, your, that's your biggest threat. Um, and old lead, when you're stripping old lead, can be oxidised on the backside where it's got damp and then it forms like a white powder. That can become airborne, a bit like the old lead paint you see in the, the old right. days. Um, but apart from that, as long as you're not licking your fingers after doing lead work and washing your hands plenty, it's pretty safe. Okay, yeah. KFC. Yeah. <laughs> what actually happens with lead poisoning? You die, no. Yeah, you do eventually. <laughs> yeah. You do eventually. I'm, I'm not going to be around the bush, man. What happens with lead poisoning? One it's called poison. Episodes, <laughs> and that is why, Nathan, be quiet. <laughs> I like the question, Nathan. I like it. Um, so what what actually happens is we go for if you're if you're in the right mind you go for a test every year to test your blood. So you go to your doctor, you get your blood checked. It's super vital that you do that because you monitor your levels in your blood. Is there a problem? Is it climbing? Why? Uh, you address the issue. Yeah. Uh, most of the problems are organ failure. So basically, it, it will it will do your brain in. You you have dementia and stuff like that. You know it it will just work through you um, in. If you don't deal with the situation before then, then things happen, it will just kill you. Um, but so when I was careless and rec reckless, I did nearly, oh, it must have been seven to 10 years working with lead. I was smoking, you know, like hand to mouth, hand to mouth. So, but yeah, um, doctor was like to me, you got to stop, which is one of the things that prompted me to start the business and bring the lads in more. Um, it, it, yeah, basically, um, Long story short is you better look after yourself if you're working with lead. And it's not it's not that it's unsafe, but it's easy to get carried away uh, with the wrong side of, of doing it and badly. So, uh, ladies and gents, tradesmen and women, I am trying to help you organise yourself. So we have teamed up with Tradeify, which is a software brand that if you are struggling to get organised, to look after your customers and to get everything ready for the jobs that you are going to need, then Tradeify is an all-in-one solution. So we've teamed up with those guys. If you click this little link just up here, you get 50% off your first three-month subscription and you also can have a 14-day free trial. Before that, moving on to your side now then, um, where where did you start from? Did you start straight from school? 
Kind of. So at school, you I sure? was. Yeah. <laughs> I, was trying to, uh, I was trying to think where to start. Um, no, at school, I was an absolute twat at school. Yeah. I didn't listen. Didn't Everyone want to do it. Like that. And, then and we've got trains, your old school they? friend on the line now, yeah. just to confirm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then it comes to picking my GCSEs and I was like, right, what do I do? Design technology. I did that. And then they were like, right, you've got to make a project in design technology and you've got to go out and sell it when you've... What was it? The Apprentice? It. it was, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I made a little like wooden letter rack. Yeah. Um, it was like a flat piece of wood with a little angle. And you stuck your letters in there and then I put four little hooks on. It was like a little key hook thing. And we had to make that in design technology and then work out all the marketing side of it and go out and sell it. Right. And I was like... I'm making money here. I like this. Straight away. So straight away, I was like, Is making you? money. And then... Did you sell it, right? Who bought it? Yeah, my mum and dad. Ah, All of them. <laughs> 450 sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Got them a cropper. But uh, no, my, my dad was an electrician as well. Right. So working with him as well for the weekends and stuff, and then doing design technology, went straight into... I see now hard my dad worked and I was like I don't want to be an electrician I want an easy <laughs> life <laughs> so um, I thought they um, all finished at three on a Friday yeah they do yeah it was just me who was working hard uh, not, not anything that's else. why the old man was finishing at three yeah um, so yeah I went to college um, from school straight into carpentry it was like um, yeah right I'm going to go carpentry carpentry route. yeah design technology carpentry side of it so went into um, Warwick College straight away got in there um, and then did carpentry got in with a company um, in Warwick. Who was that? Um, I know you're going to say. But, 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 this is shit content. Keep going. Mark's developed a stammer. Cost me a napkin. No. No, okay, carry on. We only thought he was. Carry on. Yeah, went straight from college. Got in with the company, Pinner and Sons. Yes, I know. Pinner and Sons. Yeah, so spent probably 14 years of my life there. Right. Um, but doing everything, we were travelling the country, up and down. Because um, they did pubs, didn't they? Yeah, so pubs, restaurants, um, police work, Warwickshire Council, like all the school work. And that's where I learned a lot of my trades as well. So I worked with a bloke called Nick, um, and he could literally do anything. You give him a house to build, and he'd, build, he'd do all the plumbing, he'd do all the electric, electrics, he'd do all the plastering, he'd do all the lead work, and he could do he literally... He was one of them guys that yeah. could do the lot. And I spent probably... Four or four and a half years with him every day of the of the week, sort of doing bits and pieces. That's why you now do. I know a bit more and do a bit more. So we don't just do carpentry now as well. Um, so yeah, went to college. Went to college with Gav Tutton. Uh, shout out to Gav Tutton. Take yeah, me got to no the sticker. Vin Tutton. Vin Tutton. Vin Tutton. And took me took me to the pub at dinner time at college as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, did three years at college. Got MVQ level one, two, and three at college. Um, and then from Pinners, so you I did was fourteen doing, years with Pinners. Yeah. Uh, so then at Pinners, I was I was doing stupid. I was call outs every weekend as well. So we were we had to do once weekend weekend. What's a carpenter's from, call out? A splinter? No, it was plumbing. <laughs> 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 yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like plumbing as well. So yeah, yeah. Because we used to do all the pubs and restaurants. Yeah, I'd done a bit yeah. for Pinner back in the day, but yeah, yeah. Because um, we used to do all the your pubs stuff and restaurants. Right, Dave. Yeah, probably. Um, used to get Joe Bloggs go in the pub on a Friday night, pissed up, and kick a door off its ah, hinges. Right. So then we'd have to get call if it was like a fire door or something. You wouldn't think of that, would you? No. Cool no. So yeah, we'd get put on call from Friday night at five o'clock, 
Probably in through the door. Fuck you. Gav Tutton and fucking Dave Fisher. Vin Turner, have that. Vin Diesel. We went, we went to one one night in Northampton um, about two o'clock in the morning where somebody got in his car, pissed up, and actually put it through the front of the pub. And we had to go down with like acros and props and boards and oh, just get to board safe. it all up. Yeah, because it was left. It left the front of the pub open, sort of thing. So you was doing them call outs then. Yeah. So we were doing stupid hours. I was doing. I was like, because we were going. Because we were doing so many distances, like calls. Nationwide. Out, was, yeah. yeah. So one day I'd be in Bath. The were you enjoying it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good because. You'd be driving around most to of the its day, members. Yeah. He was the seventh emergency. Just <laughs> <laughs> see him on the side of the road in the rain. Yeah. So you so, had enough of that then? Yeah. So I'd, I'd, I was doing foreigners then at the weekend as well because although I was doing a lot of hours for pinners, I was like single at the time, wasn't with the wife, and I was like, right, I need more money. So I was, then I was working every weekend, and I was like, this is driving me mad. This is taking. So I went into pinners and I said, oh, I want an extra fifty p an hour, and it was like, <laughs> no. No, you're not having it. You said you've got a van, you've got a phone. What more do you want? I can't all, argue over 50p. That's all I wanted. I mean, I'm going back, what, 10, 11 years now. Yeah. And um, he was like, you've got a van, you've got a phone. What more do you want? I was like, well, 50p. 50p. And he was like, I can't give it you. I said, all right, all right, then there's your van, there's your phone. I'll see you later. And I walked out. Oh, you walked out. That, I walked out. That yeah. was the yeah. conversation. That was it. I was like, I've had enough. So I got what seemed like loads of work because you're doing it every weekend. And I was like, yeah, I've got loads of it. And then you put that into five days. And I was yeah. like, shit, what am I doing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing now. Yeah. So I went out and brought a little Vauxhall combo van. Of, like, so you went from straight, sorry, you went straight from Pillars Rock and you set up on my own? Yes. I, I looked yeah. at a few different jobs and yeah. I was like, mm. I was like, oh God, seen everybody being self-employed. And I was like, oh, there's some good money to be earned there. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. So I was like, well, I'll just let's try it. Let's, yeah. I've got nothing to lose. Um, I'd met the missus this time and I'd got, she'd got Kylan, who is my ste his stepson. He was six months old when I met him. So I was like, right, I'm going self-employed. And she was like, yeah, you can't go self-employed. We need money and all this, the rest yeah. of it. And I was like, I've got to try it. It's got a to big try gamble, it. isn't it? It, yeah, it, it is a big nice. gamble. It is. And I think it was that push that I needed as mm. well to get out being self-employed because it was like one of the most scariest things I've ever done was to go out self-employed. It's like, how am I going to feed my kid like, that I've took on? Yeah. Um, how am I going to live how am I going to do this how am I going to do that and I was I got 800 pound and I was like I rang one of my mates up and I was like I need a van I was like I need a van he was like oh my dad's selling his it's like a little Vauxhall combo it's like let's buy it 800 quid so there, there you go and I was like shit I've got no money to insure it now how am I going to insure it <laughs> so I was like panicking so obviously I insured it got loads of and started getting a few bits and pieces of work together and then set up a Facebook page and then it's just Gone from there. So and how then, long ago was that then, Dave? It was ten years, nine, right. nine years ago. Um, yeah, so I brought the Vauxhall, and then I was subbing to builders first, like getting my name around and stuff. Um, and then after a year, I realised I had the Vauxhall combo for about eight months, nine months, and I was like, I can't get everything in here. This is, I can't get a sheet of material. Can't get my wallet in this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> 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 weren't that good. Um, All them extra fifty pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <mount up. laughs> So I um, traded, I sold that to some bloke for £800. He brought it off me for £800. So I'd had it for eight or nine months, not lost anything. Got a few quid in the, in the, in the pot as well Should now. Should have gone so into car. Yeah. Rolled out your head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And brought Ford Transit for £1,000. Mm. And then that lasted me, that lasted me about three years. 
And then the third MOT, it came up, they were like, yeah, we need to take off like the back end. It needs rewelding. It needs this. It needs that. If like, if we kick that, it's going to fall apart. I was like, scrap it. So I've got 250 quid scrap for that. And then went and brought the Vauxhall Vavaro that I've got now. And I've had that for six years now. So, so then are you just on your own mm. at this point? Cause I'd yes. Uh, so when I brought the Vauxhall, I was on my own. And then I was like, right. I started fitting for Wix kitchens and bathrooms right. and they were like, oh, here, have this, have this, have this, have this. And I was doing hundreds of kitchens and I was like, right, okay. So then I took on somebody else, um, trained him up for four years um, and then he's just gone and yeah. le left me. Yeah, so you was with, he, he was with you did for four years. Did he want 50p? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even Imagine didn't if he did. <laughs> he said, I want a quid. I know you went for inflation, <laughs> yeah. So but it, he, he, you, I, I know you got him a van. He, you supplied him a van, didn't you? Yes, and everything. So yeah. he, was he on the books for you? He was self. He was self-employed. Right. So he was yeah. subcontracted. But you to me. gave him a van, this, that, and the other. Yeah. So he's with you for four years. Then, yeah. how did that end? So the th he was with me for three years, and then the last bit was where I had the accident and fell down. The, fell down yeah. the customer stairs. Yeah, <laughs> well, I didn't fall down the customer stairs. I slipped on the customer's stairs. I was waiting for you to say the customer pushed me. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Luckily, the customer was a GP. Uh, oh, so uh, went in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did um, you have to book an appointment? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my lounge. Three weeks. Wait, I'll just put you on hold in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> sat at the bottom of the stairs. It was a bag of peas on me. You know. But yeah, what, so I um. What did you end up doing? Uh, I dislocated it and broke it in three places. Um, so yeah, all I did was turn around. I turned. I just finished doing some wardrobes, fitted wardrobes up in the loft conversion, and I was hoovering the stairs. Took my boots off at the bottom of the stairs, hoovered the stairs, went back upstairs to grab my toolbox and my plunge saw. And as I turned round on the top step with my toolbox and my plunge saw, I turned round. My right foot slipped off the top of the tread. And my left foot went under uh, me. Oh, um, so you sat back on sat it. Sat back oh, on it. Yeah. My sister did that. So, oh. but, and the customer, she got two daughters. Was it like uh, David Boost, the football player, flopping? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, but yeah, well, the, the, the customer got two daughters and she says, oh, I'm just going to get the one daughter. And I said, okay, no, I'm going to get my daughters. I'll be back later. Let yourself out. Well, anyway, she went and got the one daughter and she come back because she'd forgot something. And as she come back through the front door... I forgot door, to say you that top steps a bit loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but luckily, as she come through the front door, I turned around and that's when I slipped. Ah. So imagine way. if you'd have been lying there for a few hours. Because I, could, I, couldn't, oh. I couldn't do anything. So she, she took my toolbox off me and she went, what you done? What you done? I said, I, d I don't know. And as I brought me, oh, uh, me ankle like from that, under me, flipping it. Yeah, oh, it just so went like that. So obviously I end up in Warwick Hospital, yeah. operation, all the rest of it. So I said to... I'd got Sam and Nigel, yeah. who works with me now. Nigel is me dad's best mate, and I've known him for years. So I said to Sam and Nigel, oh, I said to Sam, I said, you can either... This is the lad that you got working with. Yeah, yeah, so this is the lad that I taught for three years. I said to him, I said, right, I said, here's the, here's the deal. You can either shut my business, because I'm going to be out of work for, for months. You can either shut my business, or you can step up and be a big girl and go and run it for me, sort of thing. And he was like, oh, I'll try and run it. So I'm of course I was like right let's let's try it. So I'm sat in my hospital bed, ordering materials and getting him doing he's doing the job then for me. I then went on holiday, and he texted me on the when the Monday or something and asked me for his wages on the Monday and I was like well, while you're on the holiday while I'm on holiday holiday yeah. Mm -hmm. Text me on the Part Monday and said <laughs> yeah can I have my wages? I was like you don't get paid until Friday. And he was like all oh, right okay I'll wait till Friday. 
So then I said to him, I text him on the Wednesday because he was supposed to meet the granite guys to put the taps on the sink. Um, so it was a Belfast on the worktop because it was a Belfast sink. And he was like, so I text him on the Wednesday. I said, how did you get on with the courts? No answer. Text him on the Thursday. I said, how did you get on with the courts? Um, I'll put the tap on, but didn't connect it up. I was like, well, why didn't you connect it up? There's two flexes. Why didn't you connect it up? I don't like the way you talk to me. <laughs> I was like, what? And then on the Friday morning, he texts me saying, I want my wages. I was like, why? He's like, because I want my wages. So I ignored it, put it down, went out. I was on holiday, went out for the day, come back that night and he texts me and he said, I've had enough. I've taken the sign right off the van. I've left all your tools on the job in Kenilworth. I'm doing my own thing from Monday. And that no was way. it. No way. I remember, that was I remember it. when it happened. Cheers. Um, but yeah, so I had, I had three kitchens booked in for the Monday morning. I had um, a fit, a rip-out, and one that had been ripped out two weeks before, been re- rewired, replastered, and everything, because someone wanted to paint it all. Mm. So then we had another I, fit I, as well. I presume you don't talk to him anymore. No, no. I said, did, did you ever find find out why that was? Because sometimes yeah, stuff's going on in Peter's Yeah, it was birth. going on in the background. He's got a, he's got a full-time job now with a plumber. Yeah. With a, with a, with a, <laughs> I'm over here. I'm over here. I've got a job now with a problem. And he pays yeah, him 50p an hour. I'll back. I'll back. But money mark over his poached him. All right, Dave. Um, but yeah, so you, you, he's kept your business going. Yep. And then his out is, well, you don't talk to me. You know, I don't know the way you speak to me. That so was, I like what you say. Just come out of number, yeah. nowhere, basically. Yeah. But that, that's... It goes to the whole the whole thing of then he's dropped you in it with these jobs that you've got booked in, knowing well your workforce, mm. and that's why sometimes having them people around you, one of them cogs goes, and it just put all the but pressure that, then onto you. Doesn't that it? was it on the Monday morning. We had three kitchens booked in, and I'd split me to do one, Mark and Nigel to rip out another one, and Sam to go and start building the other one because with, with the Wick stuff, it was all flat pack. So yeah. you could send Sam to that one, you could send me to that one, you could send Nigel to that one. And then we would all do different parts and build and, and all the rest of it. Well, that one kitchen that I was supposed to do on the Monday morning, I said to the customer, I said, look, really sorry, I'm going to have to postpone it till the Thursday. And then that meant me working Saturday, Sunday to try and then catch back up sort of thing. And they were like, oh, don't worry about it, we'll find someone else. Yeah. <sighs> so that was it. That was, so that lost me that job, mm. um, which then obviously sometimes will get you bad reputation as well that's where it comes down to isn't it you start your name just starts getting dragged through the mud at that point yeah but and then at that point you go i'm sick of this yeah because also with you as well and it's what i wanted to touch on a little bit was your the vans being done oh my vans yeah yeah. so 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 that that alone what's going on with sam is 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 just a stress of having your own business isn't it it's it's constant constant with with the other lad but then on the other side of it 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 was quite prolific on social media when you, the last time you had your van done. Oh yeah, you was, was literally. I was done. I, I was done. I'm, I'm getting out of the game because what foreshadowed that? Of how, how many, many times, times I've had my van broken into? Yeah. So I've had my van broken into sixteen times. Gross. In what? Gross. Ten years. Ten years. No. In how long have I been doing it? So probably eighteen years. What goes like, on in Warwick? Exactly, mate. You think it's yeah. funny? This is why we have to charge people like you who come over from Solihull and Noel parking because we don't know who's coming over. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, sixteen it's not, times. It's not all in. I mean, I've been done where I am now three times in the last two in the last four years. I've only lived there four years, and I've been done three times. You'd already know there. where it is. I'm not going to obviously not going to say where it is, but you'd know where it is. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, half four in the afternoon was one time um, where I am now. It Did was you indoors? They, they pulled up in front of me and I was unloading my tools. Yeah. Um, oh. I used to empty them into my house every night. Yeah. Because I've been yeah, done yeah, so yeah, many like times. Yeah, yeah. Standard. Um, so going back to like the first time, because we used to travel the country, it was in pubs and restaurants, mm. car parks. Yeah, yeah. So in the daytime, I mean, 11 o'clock in the day, I've got both my puzzle and nail guns nicked out the back of the van. Mm. They just drilled the lock. And shipping gear is probably the most expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's all powerful. You've got have all of the stuff. If it's, if it's Festool as well. Yeah. 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 It's big dough. Which it is. Shout out to Festool. Festool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at one time, I went on holiday, four o'clock in the morning, and I'd emptied what I thought was most of my van. I left like, a cheap, like a Pazolo in there, which was like seven years old. I was like, that's only 50 quid now sort of mm. thing. Me radio, I thought, that's only 50 quid. Me chop saw, that's only 50 quid. So I left them in there. And it was at the time I had the Ford Transit where they were going around with the skeleton keys and just opening them up. Yeah. So I'd taken a lot of my gear out, put it in the house, went on holiday, four o'clock in the morning, I went on holiday. And I reckon when I got, when I found out, I reckon I passed the guy Oh. At the end of the road, probably let him out, flashed him. Probably, <laughs> probably did, because um, what had happened? We were gone on holiday, and then somebody put a post on Facebook who lived just around the corner. He was a plumber, yeah. um, and he says, "Oh, my van's looking been... out for you, lads, aren't we?" Yeah, yeah, you the one did it. Um, <laughs> Sam did. Um, so yeah, he was. Um, he put a post on Facebook saying, "My van's just been done." So I rang the sister-in-law and I says, "Oh, can you just go around and check my van?" She phoned me. She was like, "Back doors are open." No. I was like, "Bastard." So, yeah, me chop saw. That's so so like saying, that was Ford at the time with them keys. They could open everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's all they've done is they've just opened it. Yeah. Um, I, I want to now see if anybody's been done more than you have. I don't, I don't even yeah. think that's possible, yeah. is it? Like, I, never, 16, I never heard nothing like that. 16 times. Who was the... Who was the there, was, uh, there was a plumber who was on there who was, like, in semi-tears because he'd been done. How many times he'd been done? Um, Which plumber was that now? I know you mean... 16 um, times yeah. though right anybody listening or watching if you've been done more than 16 times with proof yeah <laughs> um, but yeah I've had ladders nicked off the top of the van but then, didn't you get when you was where you are now didn't you get done then you have to obviously replenish your stuff that you've had done so, yeah so the they know it's going to be you insured again. at this point yeah yeah I'm yeah, fully insured yeah. 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 how long's that taken yeah. to get your tools back um, more, more, more importantly, how much does your premium go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. luckily, it's not too bad. It hasn't gone up too much. Um, but with Festool, you get the anti-theft. Uh, yeah. So then... What do you get with them? So when you buy a tool free Festool, you get three years warranty, anti-theft and servicing. Ooh. So if anything gets stolen within them first three years, you only pay £100 and really? you get that tool back. So with festival, wow. let's say the festival. I oh know. Let's say chop saw gets that's nicked. Why, that's why they're so expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, look at the fast, the festival capex one twenty. It's, it's twelve hundred pound saw, but if that gets stolen, you only pay a hundred pound. You get it back. Right. But you can only do that once. Right. In three, you can only do it once on the tools. Yeah. So half four in the afternoon, I've pulled up at home. I'm unloading my van. I've gone into the garden, come back out, and there's two lads inside of me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, oh, you call the police. I'm going to come back and slit your throat. Yeah, and man, the that's the thing, isn't it? Like, like what'd you do? Yeah, yeah like, what'd you do? So, but I got the registration of the car, rang the police. Obviously, you need a crime number for insurance. Yeah. So what did you do with that? He said that to you. You just stood there then? I just stood there. Thinking just, through? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, I took... Do I challenge this? Yeah. But then they, well, when they see me coming out, they got the stuff out the side door of the van, which was the... I think they, what they've done is they've watched me walk away and as I've walked away with my stuff and locked it, I think they've got out the car and, and pulled the handle to try and... Stop because it there was, 
because there was there was no sign smart, of it there. Yeah. There was nothing. I know I locked it because I'm so caught. We've been done so many yeah, times. Yeah. Just so yeah, cautious you're with it. Yeah. Um, so I think what they've done is they've watched me walk away, and as I've locked it, they've pulled the handle, and it's just left it unlocked. So I've gone in the garden, come back, and sh I've shouted at them, and they're like, "Oh, you call the police and all the rest of it." So, so you're literally stood there yeah, watching yeah. From, from like here That's to there. Disgusting, disgusting, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Um, so obviously, I've got the number plate off the back of the car. It was a Ford Focus ST. Yeah. I've got the number plate, rang the police. <laughs> it, was a it was a black car. <laughs> um, so I've rang the police with the registration and the... And Could it have been blue? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and they were like... It's white. It's white, yeah. <laughs> um, and they were like, oh, that's a Volkswagen Beetle. Ah, like, uh, playing no, it's it not. Ah, of course it is. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, that was that. I replaced the... They, only, they took my dust extractor and my SDS, because my SDS was attached to the... Because all the festivals were clipped together. Um... So then, two or three months later, I used to still take the stuff out the back out the back of the van, and put it into my kitchen. Two or three months later, they've come back again, half two in the morning, and literally just looked like they'd got a pair of grips on the back door and just twisted the handle, just snapped the lock, the barrel lock, and they've just snapped. Is this it. on the Vivara? No, this is in my house. All oh, right, this okay. is in my house. Oh, now. No way. So yeah, half two in the morning, they've come down the down between our houses, climbed over the six foot gate. Turn the light on the security, the you know the PIR sensor, um, and then obviously twisted the back door lock, um, snapped it, um, and broke in. And all my festival was in there, and they took the whole lot. Didn't even hear it. Didn't even hear it. So they went into the house. Yeah, into my yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. So they've gone into my back door, and Where it was just. Where do you two live? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Tonksteth or something. He lives closer to you than what he lives to me. Yeah. So it's um, yeah. So they've gone in my house, and they've took the whole lot. I mean, I've got Festool and it's piled high, four piles, and they've been going in and out my house no, while I've been asleep. Stuck, stuck so in it. Just because it's, it's by like the back it's door. Shop. So, yeah, literally, like it's yeah. a shop. Um, so, yeah, the wife woke up eventually and said, oh, there's someone by your van, they're carrying Festool boxes. And I was like, oh, they're in the van, let them in the van. Yeah, what am I Let's, doing now? Yeah. Well, yeah well, I've and been through this van, enough got, to know the score. Yeah, yeah, I've got little boxes in the van with Festool stuff in, uh, with, like little Festool boxes with little like raw plugs and hole saws. And I said, no, I'll let them take them. She's like, no, they're big boxes. And I was like, what? And so anyway, I was like, got up, opened the bedroom window and he's just shone a torch up at me. He's gone, cheers for the tools, you prick. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what the? Straight up. Oh. Cheers for the tools, you prick. And drove off, got in the car. Um, so yeah, I'll come downstairs and the back door's just swinging in the wind. And I was like, then the wife walked in the garden, screamed through, this is half two in the morning. Um, so yeah, that was that time, and then don't marry a trader. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say yeah. to. Yeah. So, but like you just said, that was that time. Yeah. This so is then, one. So that's yeah. So first time was half Maybe two. This is going to be losing the shit because she someone's in been house. in your house, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. So then she obviously. So then it was like right tools are out of the house. Get them in the van. So then it was like right extra alarm on the van. Um, I didn't have the deadlock. I think if you put deadlocks on it's the van, it's, it's you're asking for it. Yeah, you, it's like you've got something in there mm. to hide. So, tool insurance went. I max like twenty grand tool insurance. Extra alarm on the van. Ring doorbell. CCTV. Gravel driveway this time as well. So I was like, right, because we did the driveways with next door by this time as well. And I said to the wife, we'll have tarmac. No, I don't want tarmac. Right, we'll have gravel yeah, then because noise, it's yeah. a bit of noise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but what they've done this time then, again, half two in the morning, is they've come down between next door's car and he's got a T 
transporter. He's come, they've come down there, crossed the flower bed between the houses, climbed up on top of me shed, little, like I got a little brick coal shed. They've climbed up on top of there, walked across the top of my fence, across the top of the gate, moved the security camera on the side of the house, turned the light again, um, opened the door where the little coal bunk, like coal shed is, gone in there, there's nothing in there, gone down my garden, gone in a little shed where I keep like kids' bikes and bouncy castles and stuff in there, um, nothing in there, gone behind that and broke the padlock on there where I keep the garden stuff, so like the lawnmower. I had a brand new steel petrol and um, steel battery blower and strimmer. They took the blower but left the strimmer. And then they went down to my shed. I'd just built a man cave at the bottom of my garden and they broke the lock on the back, on the patio. I've got a set of patio doors. They broke the lock. And I think it's exactly the same people because it was the way it was done. Makes unless sense. it just unless it's that's how they do it. But same But to go to like it's it's meticulously yeah, planned, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. Um, they brought a Milwaukee. I got like a you, you open a Howden's account, you get a free Milwaukee thing. So my grandma got an account at Howden's, and I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got a free Milwaukee radio. <laughs> um, but I only knew they'd been down my shed because then on the way out, because there was nothing in the sheds on the way out, they did my van, and they've put like a little screwdriver. What they've done is they've come out between the come out in between the houses and then just reach around and put the hand straight over the ring doorbell. So then that blocks the ring doorbell. Mm. So you haven't seen them. So then I haven't seen them. And then all of a sudden, I've heard the van alarm going off because it's like quite loud. It changes tones as well as it does. Um, so of course, the wife's looked at the ring doorbell and she's like, there's two lads in the back of your van. There's two lads in the back of the van. You're like... Um, yeah, so then when I've gone down, opened the front door, because we locked the front door, locked the back door and put the keys in the in the middle of the house sort of thing. By the time I've realised what's going on, got down, they've gone. So yeah, Have you ever two. thought about moving? Yeah, several, several times. Yeah. <laughs> so was that the last uh, time? So that was the last time. So you went on social media that the following day. I remember, I remember it, and you was like, "I'm done. I'm, I'm literally I'm getting I'm out done. of carpentry now." Yeah, yeah, man. Right. So because they took, um, luckily, it, it just batters you, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's disgusting though, right? Because it's not that's it, taking food out of your kid's mouth. Yeah. Literally, yeah. like you know, it's not yeah. just a set of tools in a van. Like yeah. you are taking away the ability to earn money. Yeah. Well, the last time, when they came into my house that, the the time before that one, they took everything. Yeah, so yeah. I had to go into screw fix and spend 50 quid just on a drill to, because then you have to claim through the insurance. Yeah, so yeah. how long does that turnaround take? To, for, so like when you've got your claim on the go, you've proven everything you want, like, so you've got no tools here. How long to the point you can trade again with tools? So Festool, Festool were absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. I phoned Festool the next day, give them the crime reference number. And within seven days, I had 10 tools really replaced. Good. Really? Which yeah. was really good. Yeah. Fantastic. Dust extractors and all the rest. I had 10 tools turned up. And, like, and that goes, like you said, that's why they're that expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that backup. Yeah. You would, going to get new stuff again, you would now buy Festool. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't even know they did that, no. to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then my tool insurance is with Aviva. Right. Um, and that was a bit more tricky because then what you have to do is a spreadsheet. And you have to try and remember uh, yeah. every tool that you've got and you yeah. have to work it all out. And then That's where somebody like Armed comes in when you yes. go Yes, Perfect. I was in talks with Armed last year. Actually. Um, mm -hmm. Was it last year or earlier this year? My insurance runs out in September. Um, so I was in talks with them because they've just done that new tracker as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing. So I was in talks with them about doing their insurance and stuff. I still haven't replaced today tools that got stolen. So yeah. when it got done the last time, it was 7,000. If I was to buy them all new again, it was seven thousand 
and £48, I think it was, or something stupid like that, for everything that got stolen. Luckily, I was on a kitchen. So when I do a kitchen, I tend to leave a lot of my tools there. Right. So if imagine yeah. if it was if my van was full, yeah. they'd have they'd have had a lot more. Um, but yeah, seven thousand um, I don't know fifty pound. Let's say seven thousand fifty pound was what it was valued at to go and buy it again, and the insurance paid out three thousand pound. So I was already four grand out of pocket. Um, so I went to Screwfix and brought some cheap uh, Bauer tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was although I absolutely love Festool. A lot of my tools are still Festool. I was like, I can't justify spending that kind of money yeah, again. Per- makes perfect sense to get Absolutely. to so get how done many times again. Times you've been hit where you are, three times. Right. So three times where I am. I've only been there four years. Yeah. So four years was April, and I've been done three times there. In the old house where I used to live, it was like a cul-de-sac. I got done twice there. Um, but you got your name all plastered over your van because you don't want to be a white van man. Yeah. Um, and it's advertising as well, isn't it? There's <laughs> pros and cons. I've had this conversation with. He's Captain Brand over here. Oh, you the, the white man, man. You sandwiched in between. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very much for putting your branding out. Yeah, letting people know what it is. I think someone's if if, if a guy's going to break into your van, it doesn't matter whether it's branded or not. They're coming in it. Yeah, but yeah. That's a whole new story. Mm. Yeah. But you just don't challenge them either, though, because you don't know. No. The, everybody Especially says to me, now. oh, do you, do it's you not challenge them? It's not no, worth it, is it? Well, the they risk. know where I live. They know who I am exactly. because of what I do. Yeah. I don't know who they are. I mean, I've got, excuse me, I've got CCTV footage of the, the three of them from the last time coming into my garden. They're all balacarved up. Yeah, they're exactly. all tall. Yeah. They're all tall. Sometimes the camera is worse because you. You're seeing them taking your stuff, yeah, yeah. and they're ca- You ain't going to get nothing from it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. One Fake of them walks plates. in and actually waves at the camera. The next one comes in and sort of dances around. But you can the next see one called you a prick. Yeah, yeah literally as he walks off yeah. your tool. So as you know, myself and Pete, we always want to try and give back to the people that watch and listen to the show. So we've done you an absolute solid. We've got loads of discounts from top name brands all across the internet. So if you want to save some money on tools, software, tool bags, accessories, then go and check out our discount page, which is just located here. Hopefully there's a saving on there for you. And that's a little bit of a thank you from myself and Pete for supporting the channel. On, on that note, do you on want that to go somber to, note. I know, yeah. yeah. Do you want to go to final thought? Final apart, apart from, don't keep your tools in your van. Yeah. <laughs> don't eat lead. Yeah, and don't, don't, don't <laughs> stick your fingers after yeah, lead. Yeah. So, so Chris has said, lead were, lead's not bad for you, then it was bad for you, <laughs> then it wasn't, then it was. I think, I think that's about yeah. summed up. So that, yeah, it's yeah. About, about where it is. So we, we normally get you to dispense a bit of knowledge, drop some knowledge or some wisdom or plug yourself shamelessly or, you know, champion the cause for lead. <laughs> Whatever you want to... Well, all I really want to do is just say a massive thank you to everyone out there who has followed me across all the platforms. And that is about it, you know. Like, where I want to be in a few years is just keep doing what I'm doing, plugging away, and uh, see if we can build it any further. But that's it, yeah. Massive thanks. Do you want to grow them channels more then, do you? It'd be lovely. It'd be lovely. Um, I'm just going to keep putting videos out there and see what happens, you know. What about you, Dave? Um, Just carry on doing what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to have to replace Nigel soon 
because he's now 60. Is he? So, 50p. <laughs> 60, no knees. <laughs> yeah, is, he, is he consciously then going, is he saying, look, I've got a couple of years, Dave, or he's, what? Yeah, he's only got a couple of years. Um, so I'm not to live. Not to <laughs> live. No, no, no. Just, no. Just, just to work. Just to work. But um, no, yeah, I mean, Nigel has absolutely been a godsend yeah, this he's last a good year. Guy, he's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. He turns up, you tell him to be there at eight o'clock, he's there at quarter to eight. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I've just been on holiday. <laughs> I went away to the Lake District in the caravan. Just and been on holiday. Where are you going tomorrow? Um, on holiday. <laughs> um, yeah, and I said to the plasterer, I said, can you come and do this job? And he was like, oh, I, can't, I can only come on Saturday. I said, oh, I can't come on Saturday. I'm on holiday. Nigel was like, I'll be there. Yeah, I was like, he's good as gold, what? isn't he? No, no. You'll miss him. Yeah, you'll I will. Miss him when he's, um, you'll miss uh, him when he's gone. They're like yeah. gold dust people like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. proper grafter, mm-hmm. really nice guy. Yeah, knows his do stuff anything as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, but, um, so in, like you say, five years' time, it's, well, what do I take on an apprentice? Or uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've had an apprentice. Such I've had one before. Uh, so I had him with six. I had him f- six weeks, <laughs> and he, he, d- he couldn't even work out the tools. Honestly, uh, yeah. That was you and you. I started, really want. I, <laughs> I genuinely would love to take on an apprentice or or labourer or both. Um, but my God, yeah. like twenty four years of sort of working with people on and off. Like I just, I, I don't know. It, I think the old the older you get as a guy, the more. Like he's stuck just, in your way, isn't ah, he? I hate people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you turn into a grumpy old man. Snip to the van for me. Yeah. Or they want to be doing that. Yeah. That's the thing. Social. Yeah, yeah. They want to be on the phones that us lot are putting the content out. <laughs> so we Yeah. But so, yeah, I suppose but, you want to grow your channels as well, don't you? Your Instagram. Oh massive, yeah, yeah. But I mean, my Instagram's like you say, well. it's just got it's gone very well the last yeah. Six months. Yeah. I did one reel. That one reel that you do. That's what you're saying now. Really. It just goes. Up. Right now. I was texting you, weren't I? Going, yeah. what have I done here? Have I, have, I, have I done something wrong? Have I glitched it? <laughs> or <laughs> I'm, I'm going to delete it in a minute. Because I've got, I've, I went from like 800 followers to like 5,000 in about two weeks. Yeah, and you I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I, d- I was waking up to like 500 new followers a morning. I was like, oh, what have I done? Um, I've had so much bad luck over the last few years. Like you say, yeah, with man. tool theft. And then. Legs. My, my ankle, well, let's go back to the start. I lost my granddad in the March. I lost my dad in the November. Oh, no way. Man. Me and the wife lost a baby in the February. Yeah. Then I fell down the stairs. Then I've had my van broken into. So Shit, it's bro. like... How many oh, mirrors did you break? Jesus. Yeah. How many mirrors, man? So it's, you just look at it and you think, just live every day now as it yeah. comes. Enjoy it. And that's what I'm doing now. That's yeah, what I'm doing. It's... Live every day as it you comes. Enjoy your holidays. Right? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah massive. So, so so at the end of the day, right? none of that would have happened, Dave, if Mark Pinner would give you that fifty p an hour. More. I'd have probably still been there. Yeah, I'd have still been on a pound an hour now. Seventy five p. Come on, inflation and all but that. But no, that's so, fine, mate. Good advice. Yeah. So um, just live every day as it comes. Yeah. Because, like you say, with my dad and my granddad, you just don't know what's around the corner. Exactly. So live each day. Yeah. No, enjoyed that boy, it's been really good. Yes, yeah, very good. If you like listening to Al talk over all the guests. No, just, just. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this episode of Trade Legends, listening to Al talk over everybody else and people banging on the desk. If you've enjoyed listening to him watching today, you fucking gonna just stay still one space just for a minute. If you've enjoyed watching this, blah 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 blah. Right, three, two, one, I'll just, so I'll just not do it. Oh. Yeah, sure. And shut up for just like a minute. Oh. If you've enjoyed listening and watching today's Trade Legends podcast, please subscribe to our channel. It'll really help us out. We're a new podcast. We want to do big things. And you subscribing, hitting the little bell so you get notifications. 
be just great. Thank you. Hitting the little bell. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, ding, 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 ding. There is a little bell in there.